0: Hello and welcome to Beside the Rabbit Hole, a brand new podcast by me, Ben Pettis. I guess since it is the first episode and it is the first season, I do owe everyone at least a little bit of an explanation. What is this podcast all about anyway? Why should I listen to it? And do we really need yet another podcast since it seems that everyone and their mother has one already? Well, at least to that last question, yeah, okay, fair, probably not. But here we are anyway, so I'm just going to go ahead and press on and explain what I'm thinking for the show. So what is beside the rabbit hole? I'm a graduate student, which kind of means that I am currently in the 20th grade. So in other words, I have been in college for a long time. I guess that's not typically something that is seen as a good thing. Um, Anyway, um, a phrase that I have heard a lot throughout my classes is that we want to be careful to not go too far down the rabbit hole. Um, That is, we don't wanna get too caught up debating the specifics of the definition of something, and we want to do everything we can to avoid going off too far on some um, unrelated tangent. And I think there's definitely some value in that, wanting to stay focused on the topic at hand. But at the same time, I do think that we don't want to lose sight of this rabbit hole entirely. If the definition of some term theory idea has such a contested meaning, it must be pretty important, right? or at least it's uh, an early indication that there's something interesting going on there. So I think we wanna find the rabbit hole even if we then still take care to avoid jumping completely down into it. And that's exactly what I'm hoping to do with this new podcast beside the rabbit hole. So that answers that first question about what is this show about anyways. Uh, That leaves the second one though, why should you even listen? Well, my hope is that this is going to be entertaining and at the same time that you'll learn something new and interesting each season, I'm going to pick a topic that has the potential for us to go down some sort of a definitional rabbit hole. I'm going to walk us right up to the edge. And instead of going down and jumping in, we're going to try to explore that surrounding area, see what issues are at stake. And in the first season of my podcast, I apologize because I am going to be getting a little bit meta and do a podcast about podcasts. Sorry in advance.
1: Before we get started, an update from another show in the Radiotopia family. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We put together a podcast every afternoon, Monday through Friday. A member of Radiotopia from PRX. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Now, we recently announced something new for iTunes and iPod, and it's called podcasting. Uh, As you know, the podcasting phenomenon is exploding right now. And uh, podcasting, of course, is a concatenation of iPod and broadcasting. So unlike
0: Steve Jobs in 2005 at the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, I'm not sure I have to give as much of an explanation of what a podcast is. You are, after all, listening to one right now. And today, the cultural practices of podcast are pretty commonplace and well-known. And there can be all kinds of podcasts, news, discussions of movies and TV shows, fandoms, the ever popular true crime podcast. And so given just how broad the category of podcast really is, it does actually become a little bit tricky to come up with an all-encompassing definition of what a podcast really is. So maybe we do need Steve Jobs to help us out a little bit here.
1: And what is podcasting? You know, it's been described a lot of different ways. Um, One way has been uh, TiVo for radio. You can download
0: radio shows and- Okay, so it's kind of like this older technology radio, but we've got time shifting and it's delivered over the internet. Okay, what else do you got, Steve? Another way it's been described
1: is Wayne's world for radio, Um, which means that anyone uh, without much capital investment can make a podcast put it on a server and get a worldwide audience for their radio show, and that's true too.
0: Okay, so podcasts represent, or at least they did in the early 2000s, all these exciting possibilities of new technologies. Anyone can listen and anyone can make them. Isn't that great? But are they really all that different than other forms of media? I mean, kind of, sorta? I mean, part of the trouble is that there is almost this assumption that podcasts have to be distinctly audio. When we think about them, especially in the context of sound studies, it is this fact that we consume them by listening to them that makes them special. They're almost like radio plus in a sense. Even the producers most attached to the radio format seem to revel in podcasting's possibilities in style, content, and engagement. That's from Lance Dan and Martin Spinelli's book, Podcasting, The Audio Media Revolution. And they're not alone in drawing this line from radio to podcasting and emphasizing their fundamentally auditory nature. Mac Haygood also sees the history of radio as a way to understand the future of podcasting. Given that, like its radio predecessor, academic podcasting enjoys comparatively little institutional support, the story of educational radio should probably be read as a cautionary tale. And I should point out, because that was a little bit of a bleak or negative framing of the radio podcast relationship, that that wasn't necessarily true of all definitions. Let's hop back into Steve Jobs' presentation really quick and see how excited he was about podcasts.
1: We see it as the hottest thing going in radio, hotter than anything else in radio. And as you know, what podcasting
0: is... And throughout all these framings of what podcasts are and what they might become, there is still this almost assumption that podcasts are primarily audio. But what if we put that assumption off to the side? What if podcasts weren't only audio? Well, that actually doesn't have to be a mere thought experiment. In fact, here's how the Apple website explained what a podcast was in February of 2007. The word podcast is a concatenation of the words iPod and Broadcast. The underlying technology for podcasts, called RSS, is capable of containing any type of media including audio, video, graphics, and more. This much broader definition of podcasts beyond audio alone has been picked up over a decade later by Samuel Hansen, who suggests, The definition of a podcast is a collection of downloadable files of any format served with the accompanying metadata via an open, updatable internet feed, primarily RSS. So even if most day-to-day understandings of what makes a podcast a podcast tends to assume that they are all audio shows, from a technical standpoint at least, they really can be any kind of media, even text documents if you can imagine that. But it's that mention of video as a potential format for podcasts that really interests me. Especially given that in this day and age, we are surrounded by video, from all our movies and TV shows, but of course in the endless feed of content that gets delivered to us on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever the cool new platform is. Given that we're surrounded by video, why is it that video podcasts are not really that much of a thing? Well, interestingly, they actually are a thing. Well, perhaps more accurately, were a thing. Well, perhaps even more accurately, people tried to make them a thing. In 2005, Apple was making a big push into mobile video, first in the form of a newly video-capable iPod.
1: The new white iPod as we head into the holiday season, and yes, it does video. And the video quality is just amazing for watching iMovies, podcasts, both spoken word and video, for watching music videos, for watching anything that you've got that you wanna see on your iPod. It's pretty amazing. This new
0: iPod did everything that previous iPods could do, including synchronized podcasts via iTunes, both video and audio. See what Steve Jobs did there? Just kind of snuck that mention in there. That same year, the Apple website had announced that the next generation of podcasting has arrived. Though notably other pages on their website at the time were still pushing podcasts as audio only want to listen to your favorite radio shows and audio programs anytime? Just subscribe to the podcasts you want and iTunes takes care of the rest. Updates occur automatically. A few years later, in 2007, they introduced the brand new iPhone, of course with video capabilities. And that same year, the Apple website was finally updated and their podcast FAQ page had a new question listed, are there video podcasts? And the answer... Podcasts are more than just audio. Some of the most popular podcasts in the iTunes store are video podcasts. Most are playable on iPod with video capability. Additionally, Apple TV supports watching video podcasts on your TV screen. There are also text-based podcasts. iTunes podcasting supports PDF files which can be opened on your computer. iPod cannot display PDF files. Kind of strange of them to like advertise this new feature and then immediately walk it back by saying, oh, no, no, but our cool new product can't actually do it. Anyways, what's clear from all this is that video podcasts were, in fact, a thing. It's just that they never quite took off in popularity, and several years later we still have this widespread truism that podcasts have to be audio. If it was just the fact that mid-2000s video technology just wasn't good enough for people to get into mobile video, we might expect that video podcasts would have taken off in the same way that other forms of mobile video content have in recent years. But this isn't what we saw happen. My guess is that there's some fundamental characteristic of podcasts, their podcastiness, if you will, that makes video a less effective format than audio. The podcastiness of podcasts is what I'll get into in the next episode. What does it actually feel like to listen to a podcast? What kind of relationship is built between podcast producer and podcast listener? And how might that help us to understand the ultimate failure of the video podcast? All of that and more coming up next time on Beside the Rabbit Hole. Beside the Rabbit Hole is written and produced by me, Ben Pettis. Thank you to Kevin MacLeod for the music which is used as the theme as well as throughout the episode. This episode also contains a handful of clips from past Apple events. Thank you to Random YouTubers for hosting Mediocre Mirrors and not to Apple PR for making those past events incredibly difficult to find. Thank you also to the Internet Archive and the Wayback Machine for making it so easy to access and search prior versions of the web. More information about this, along with citations for the quotes I read during the episode, are available in the episode description. There you can also find my contact information, so please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think about the show. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. To put it... What the fuck are they doing upstairs? Apparently it's like assemble and disassemble furniture day in the apartment complex. My god.